What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in again. This is episode three of Exceeding Expectations, and I'm your host, Michael Gowan. Today is a very special episode. I'm going to have to open up a little bit today and be vulnerable. Uh, There's a chance I may even get emotional, but what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be talking about the end of my wrestling season at Liberty University and really the end of my wrestling career, competitive career as I know it. But not only this, I'm also going to go over the the lessons that I learned and the the valuable perspectives that I gained while undergoing this journey. And I'm going to hopefully be able to deliver it in a way that you, the listener, can truly appreciate it. Maybe find a new perspective on your own experiences by looking at my experience and then hopefully gaining some inspiration as well. Why in the heck did I do this? Why did I Go back and wrestle six and a half, seven years after my last competitive match. I'm married. I have a full-time job. I don't need another degree, but I'm pursuing one with the main motivation being wrestling. Why? What? It doesn't make sense, right? But in my heart, it did, and I couldn't fight that. And looking at it on paper, this wasn't going to help promote my career, you know, get my wife and I more money, help pay off our mortgage. It wasn't going to really benefit us physically in any way doing this besides, you know, making me feel better, I guess. And I felt selfish for that very reason because it was a sacrifice, not just for me, but for my wife, big time. She made an incredible emotional, financial, physical sacrifice for this to happen as well. She was an equal part in all of it. And when we sat down and I had this conversation with her telling her, this is something I have to do. And I truly believed I was going to come out of it a better husband, a better father, a better man, and a better Christian. I had to tell her that I felt like this was weighing on me in such a way that I couldn't fully give myself to her. And I was ashamed of that. She's my wife. She should be absolutely at the forefront of my life. And she was, but... I still had something that was always pulling me away from her, I guess. And I told her that if she was not in support of this 100%, I would not do it. Because she was still number one in my life. But that didn't change the fact that I also didn't feel like I could give myself completely to her with this constantly weighing so heavy on my heart and soul. And so, yes, I felt feelings of shame, guilt, and selfishness. But in the end, I think... I need to get over those feelings and realize what I did was a victory for our marriage because I was able to address something that was coming between us and take care of it. And we were able to take care of it together. And I can confidently say our marriage grew much stronger, not just at the end of the process, but during the process, during this journey of me going through the wrestling season, our marriage got stronger. And now I feel like we're in a better place than we've ever been. So if this is you having feelings of doubt, guilt, shame, selfishness, Maybe consider this, rather than dwelling on or being bogged down by these feelings, maybe realize that coming out on the other end of this journey or experience, you're going to be a changed person. You're going to go through a metamorphosis and come out the other end a better you. And in that way, you'll better be able to serve those around you, whether it's in relationships or business. You'll be able to better serve those around you by being your best self. And in that way, you should not feel or dwell upon the natural feelings of guilt, shame, selfishness, doubt. Let yourself evolve. Let yourself transform and level up. Okay, so 
I got that out of my system now. Um, the, the last thing I want to address is something that I kind of recently realized, and it was part of the why for me doing this. So in 2013, I was on the Virginia Tech wrestling team, and in the preseason, I got called into the coach's office, and they let me know that they were going to be cutting me from the team. I wasn't going to make it that year, unfortunately. This was pretty devastating for me. I just met my wife, and we had been dating for a short time, and uh, I had a lot of my identity tied up in wrestling. And so this was a, a crushing blow to who I was as a person at the time. Now, I want to make it clear that I think Coach did the right thing in cutting me. Looking at it from his perspective, I was an injured athlete who was about to get surgery. I wasn't going to come back for a fifth year of eligibility. I was just going to graduate. And there was a bunch of young talent coming up that year walking onto the team. So rather than hold a roster spot for me, he gave it up to a young guy who would have more potential to grow into a possible starting role on the team. And let me be real, I wasn't anything special. I won one whole match during my rostered season. So even though I didn't have any hard feelings towards the coach, that didn't make it any less painful for me. I was still incredibly hard on myself and beat myself up over this experience. Could I have done more? Could I have worked harder? Am I not a good athlete? Do I not deserve to be on the team? All these questions kind of rolled around in my head. And it just wasn't the way I wanted to end my wrestling career. Six and a half, seven years later, I didn't realize at the time when I had started Liberty Wrestling, but thinking back on it now, this is very powerful for me. I think deep down, I wanted to make sure that I finished my wrestling career on the mat with a full heart and not in an office with a broken one. I'll go ahead now and dive into the second semester of wrestling and what that looked like for me. We started out at the prestigious Virginia Duels in Hampton, Virginia, and that was a rough tournament for us as a team and me as an individual. I went one in three that weekend with some pretty tough matchups. Um, I finished it on a good note, and that's actually where I had my rib injury that I mentioned in the previous episode. Uh, it was in that last match that I actually won. I tore some rib cartilage, and my rib started popping out of place. So thankfully, after that, we had a week off, and then we moved into our next competition, which was a home meet against two different teams. I went one and one. I got a pin, and then I lost a close one-point match. Now, that day was particularly difficult for me because I was recovering from the rib injury. It was still giving me trouble, uh, and I had to really shift the way I was training, which also affected the way I was making weight. So it was a bit of a stressful time, but I was able to take a step back and put some serious time into improving my fundamentals and just reworking everything I was doing wrong at a fundamental level. So I had more time to continue working back up to full participation and practice, working on the basics, and then our national dual tournament came up. And this was a big tournament because we actually scored points for ourselves as a team towards the Grand National Championship at the... Uh, uh, end of the season. So this was a big deal. Um, everybody was really focused and I was excited to, you know, kind of feel like I was back in the, the groove of things by the time it rolled around and I was chomping at the bit. I was ready to hit the ground running. So naturally the first day in this two day tournament, I didn't even have a match. It's kind of humorous looking back on it, but I was pretty frustrated that day because I was feeling great. I was ready to go to war, but 
the first match I ended up sitting out and our second string 149 got the go. And then the next two matches, both of the 149 pounders did not make weight for those teams. So I received two forfeits. This was very frustrating, but it is what it is. I had to focus on making weight the next day. And that's not really easy when you haven't wrestled a match the whole day. But I got it done, and the next day turned out much better. So my first match of the day, I was under the impression I'd be wrestling a returning All-American, but he ended up bumping up to the weight class above me. And so I had a relatively easier match in the first matchup of the day. So I was a little bummed about that. But in the next match, it turned out that their 133-pounder from the year before was wrestling 149 that day. And he was currently ranked number two in the country at 133 pounds. And he had placed third the year prior. So I was going to get my chance to go against an All-American after all. Now, this was an exciting match. I ended up winning 5-2, to two, and I was super pumped up. It fired me up. Like I, I started to finally have a mindset shift in terms of feeling confident. I was able to finally start believing that I can be an All-American this year. Not only that, I think I could compete for a national title. I was finally starting to believe it. I had finally beat an All-American from the year prior. So I went ahead and I won my next match as well, pretty decisively, and we won the whole tournament as a team, which was great because I believe that made it three years running and we got to beat our historic rivals for the finals. So coming off of this victory as a team, we were feeling great. I was feeling good. I was continuing to train hard, uh, but unfortunately I started to hit a slump in my training and performance and practice. And so coaches decided that we were going to sit me out for the next competition, which was the Messiah Open, a big tournament up in Pennsylvania. And I was a little bummed out about it. It was hard, but I knew that I needed to do it. My body, my mind, I think they all needed the break. Um, but it was a good experience. I got to cheer on all my teammates, just have no pressure on me, just completely relax and you know be stress-free for a little while. So after that, that was it. That was our last competition before our national tournament. We had another duel, but I believe that team canceled due to weather. So that was it. All the hard work that we had put in as a team, that I had put in as an individual, all that was culminating into the end of the season, this final tournament in Allen, Texas. And as it does every year, it got there way quicker than we all expected. We were ready, though, and I was certainly blessed. I had my wife come out to support me, but I also had both my parents come out to support me. So quickly looking back at my whole season, I think it's important to recognize and appreciate I had a whole hell of a lot of fun. I just had fun wrestling again, having the brotherhood of being on a team. It's a little bit different dynamic than being a coach when you're actually in the pit every day with the guys training, sweating, and bleeding. But I also learned a whole heck of a lot too. A lot about myself, a lot about the sport of wrestling, about coaching, and about my faith. Because as much fun as I had throughout the season, as many challenges as I was excited to take on, I also had plenty of doubts. I had plenty of struggles. And whenever I was feeling down or at a loss, I found peace through prayer. And I started to pray more and just reflect on what I was doing. And I found peace every time when I would just kind of pray to God about it. And between that 
and having my wife to lean on, I found myself constantly standing resolute in the decision that I had made. Something else that always brought me peace and contentment was something we would always talk about in the practice room. You know, at the end of practice, we would pray every day and we would always make it a point to remind ourselves that we're doing this not to glorify ourselves, but to glorify God. Glorify God through using the gifts he had given us physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, to better represent ourselves, the university, and most importantly, him. And personally, I found a lot of peace through knowing God had blessed me with the passion and the fire to go back and do this. But at 28 years old, I also had the body and the physical health to be able to do it as well. So by no means do you have to be a Christian to appreciate what I'm saying. I think that everybody can find peace and contentment in their own way. But it's important that you do so that you keep yourself going strong through the doubts and the struggles that will inevitably arise when you are pursuing any kind of dream or goal. So before I go ahead and talk about the actual national tournament, wrap up the the story here, I want to talk about probably one of the most moving experiences I had the whole season. And I had a lot of them. This was an incredible journey for me and so many moments impacted me in very powerful ways. And I feel like I was constantly reminded of this in many different ways, whether it was through the peace I received in prayer or moments like this that I'm about to tell you. So on my first tournament, my wife gave me two letters. She gave me a letter to read on the bus to the tournament, to the Messiah Invitational, and then a letter to read afterwards on the bus back, bus ride back. And so in the first letter, she you know write, wrote anything a great wife would to support me, make me feel confident going into it, and help remind me of why I'm doing this in the first place. You know, it's not about the winning or losing. But in that first letter, she included something very special. It was a journal entry she had written. We had been dating less than a year, maybe about six months at the very most. And it was a journal entry, I believe in October or November of 2013, right after I got cut from the Virginia Tech wrestling team. And so I'm going to paraphrase here, and I'll eventually put the direct quote in the podcast notes. That'll take me a few weeks. Essentially what she said was, It is so hard seeing him so devastated. I don't know how or when, but I truly feel his story isn't over. There's still something left for him in this sport. Now this doesn't do it justice, what her note actually said, because it was so much more powerful and impactful. But reading what she said in that journal entry how she knew there was still something left for me in wrestling. And over the last six years, she hadn't said anything. And even up through the beginning of this whole process and me starting wrestling, she hadn't said anything. She waited for the perfect time to give me this letter. I was moved to tears sitting on the bus. Um, and just, I felt an overwhelming sense of just raw emotion. Like, wow, she knew. She knew probably before I even knew. And it just, it gave me such a feeling of peace and confidence that this is where I need to be right now. This is it. That no one at that point could tell me I was doing the wrong thing or I was on the wrong path. So I was incredibly blessed 
to be able to have this sense of reassurance and confidence that this incredible undertaking and dream that I was going after was truly the right thing for me. I could stop second guessing. I had an unbreakable faith that this was truly God's plan for me. So let's get back to Texas. So we're at Nationals. Our whole season has culminated to this point. We're outside two blocks away as a team doing a circuit run around a large pond uh, just a few blocks away from the hotel. And we're just taking it in. The last workout of the season as a team, men's team and women's team all together. And we were just having fun. We focused on how much hard work we put in through the season and just truly took a moment to enjoy being together and soaking it all in. And at the end of it, I remember going up to Coach Castro and just thanking him for giving me the opportunity to come back and be a part of this team, from go, to go from coach to athlete and to be such an incredible mentor to me during this process. And I reiterated to him that, Coach, I want to be a national champion. I want to be an All-American. And I truly feel I'm going to be an All-American when this is all said and done. But I want you to know that that has never been the ultimate goal, and I'm not going to let that define my season. My season's already been defined. I've become a better husband, better athlete, a better coach, a better Christian, and you're a big part of that. So thank you. And this was big because going into the tournament, I had no pressure. If I didn't All-American, it wasn't all for nothing. It wasn't like the season was a waste or my identity would be crushed. Thanks for tuning in to part one of episode three. Part two kicks off the morning of day one of the three-day national tournament. After that, I'll go ahead and discuss and conclude this series.